Hi, this is Aaron Neely, and welcome to my podcast, More Sales Now. Today, I want to tell you about my, my aha moment, my most transformative moment as a salesman. And I think a lot of you will be able to identify with this and get a lot out of it. Uh, and if you've ever worked in guar gum or if you're an old oil field guy, you're going to love it. We're going to take a trip down memory lane uh, here and, and, you know, you might be able to remember, you know, where you were in the industry and uh, what you were doing at this time. So I'm going to go back to around about New Year's Day in uh, 2015, January 1st, 2015. So at this point, I had just resigned from, uh, from one company and I'd taken a new job. Uh, so I was going to be a sales and operations manager for a company called Vicus. And if, if you don't, if you know anything about Guargum, you probably know who Vicus is. They're, they're one of the, the premier companies. They're one of the king companies in this, in this industry. And, uh, if you, uh, if you remember what was going on, uh, you know, in the, uh, the guar industry at this time, it was really big in the oil field up until this point, there was huge demand. Uh, and this, this was a great sales job because I was, I was going into this thing and I sold one product and it was really expensive and people needed it. So it was, it was like a dream job, right? And, and I was, I was being well paid. Uh, and so to, to kind of give you a little backdrop, uh, and uh, you know, again, if you were in the oil field, you know, all this stuff that this was kind of the, at the tail end of the, the, the kind of good old days for, for the, the shale revolution, oil prices were, were over a hundred bucks a barrel and had been for years, but they had started to track down, uh, a little bit. Uh, they were down to, you know, maybe 70 bucks a barrel at this time, but activity was still really good. And nobody seemed, well, I mean, there might've been a few, but nobody really seemed worried by this. So to skip ahead, I'm starting this new job. Uh, I'm representing one of the, one of the best companies and the owner of this company is very aggressive. You know, he, if, if you're a guar guy, he's a, he's a household name. And, uh, and it was, it was high demand. I, I, I was gonna, I was gonna be a gunslinger. I was gonna take this this product and I was going to sell it out. I was going to sell millions of dollars. It was going to be great. And then the price of oil just collapsed. Like it fell out. And you know, I, I might be remembering the date wrong. I want to say it was January 2nd. And if you're an oil field guy and you, you remember it better, if I, if I have it wrong, then go ahead and comment, uh, or send me a note and let me know the, the real date. But I think it was right around then that the price just started tumbling for, for oil. And it was uh, uh, within a couple of weeks or so, something like this, it was down to 45 or so bucks a barrel. And demand and uh, oil drilling activity, all this stuff, it just slowed to almost a stop. And so here I was, I was selling this product into the oil field, right? All the oil field guys had been up until that point, I mean, it sold itself practically, right? And then it just stopped and nobody's buying. And then on top of that, uh, it didn't take very long. Even customers uh, who, who had previously been good buyers uh, were liquidating inventory, even, even very happy to even lose money to get rid of it. And it wasn't just, wasn't just guar, it was all kinds of things that they used. It was 
inventory, it was even equipment, even facilities. It was, it was a disaster, basically. And this, this is the, like my first couple of weeks in my, in my new sales job. And I had left a good job to take this job. And it was, uh, it was a panic situation. So, uh, you know, a week, two weeks, three weeks go by and I had sold nothing. Right. I, I mean, literally zero dollars, zero cents in sales. And I was doing, you know, everything that I'd learned, everything that I'd been taught. You know, I was constantly in front of the customers. I was calling, I was prospecting, I was emailing. And I, no exaggeration here. I, I had this mail merge and this email set up and I would send it out every day. So I was always in front of the customers. Nothing happened. And so a month goes by. I sold nothing. Five weeks go by, I sold nothing, right? So this is, this is a disaster. And it's, you know, it's not just me. Like a lot of people are having a very hard time selling. And I'm thinking, I'm gonna lose my job, right? Like I, I quit a good job that provided for my family and paid my mortgage to take what I thought was gonna be a better job and was, was gonna really provide for my family and uh, it, it blew up on me. Like it blew up in my face. And so here we are six weeks in, I've still sold nothing. And I get an email from, from my boss, from the owner of the company right now. He like all, all the big Gwar companies, he's over in India. Uh, and the email says that he's coming to America, uh, in about a month and he wants to meet the prospects. And so I read between the lines here and I think, okay, he's coming here to fire me. And what he really wants to do is have a handoff, basically find out where I'm at, figure out why I can't sell anything and then start over with somebody new or, you know, go a totally different direction. So like, this is, this is where I am. Right. And I'm not, I'm going to lose my job. I'm not going to be able to, to pay my bills. I'm going to lose my house. Like this is a wreck. Right. And if you know anything about the oil field, when something like this happens, it's not like there's more sales jobs coming up, you know, I mean, <laughs> when it's feast or famine. Right. And that's that's for the whole industry. So this is this is a disaster for me. And so it goes on you know, seven weeks, eight weeks. He's going to be here in a couple of weeks, nine weeks. The week before he came, I got a sale and it was it was a nice it was a good sale. It was I forget the exact amount. It was, it was a couple hundred thousand dollars. So it was a, it was a good one. And it was, it was to a good company. And I think, oh, this is, this might save me, right? This, this is, uh, this is good. Uh, and, uh, you know, my boss comes, we, we did everything. Uh, and he didn't fire me. And for that, I was, I was grateful. Uh, in fact, it, it was, I, I had to go, I had to fly to Houston to meet him and he flew in from, from India and, you know, I was still kind of expecting to lose my job, but I picked him up from the airport. We went around, we did all the things. I dropped him off at the airport. I still had a job. Uh, and it was like this weight was lifted off my shoulders, but I didn't like, I wasn't out of the woods yet. I wasn't, I wasn't retained in the company because I'd sold something. I was retained because there was a hope right? There was an expectation that I would keep selling. And so here I am, I'm just a failure at, at selling and I've got one client. And if I lose the client, 
I lose my job and that's that's all there is to it. So I I sort of change gears and I figure, you know, I've got to have this great price and I've got to stay in front of this customer all the time. And so, you know, I keep selling, you know, kind of the same old way to uh, to him and everybody else where I'm constantly worried about emailing every day and uh, and having the lowest price. But again, I'm competing against everybody else who's in the same situation. And I'm even competing against people who are dumping inventory at a loss. Like there's no way to have the lowest price. And so this, but this situation carries on. Like it didn't get better after this. And so I've got this one client and I figure, man, have I got, I got to build something with this guy because if I lose him, uh, right, then I'm, then I'm done, right? I'm no good. And so time goes on and I get another sale. And eventually I pick up, you know, I think I, I eventually at that point had like four customers, but I'm still trying to sell them kind of the same way every day. I'm contacting them every day. I'm sending them a price so they so they know and uh, so they know where I'm at and they can just send me an order if they need it. But of course, it it didn't work that way. And so, with my one customer, like my golden goose that I need to protect, I become really interested, right? And you know, I I call and I don't. I'm not I'm not like overwhelming or anything, but I try to get to know this person and I try to befriend them and. You know, eventually when I meet with this person, we're not meeting at the office. We, we have dinner or something together and, you know, conversation, you know, it gets personal. It's not just about work. Like I'm really getting to know this guy as a friend. And it was probably halfway through the year. And, and I don't want to fill in these details because I really don't remember where we were or how the conversation went that, that led up to the moment. But you know, I remember that, that we were talking and it was, it was like this particularly like casual, not really work related conversation. And that's when he told me that I was always his first call. And then I had this dawning realization, right? That everything that I was doing up until that point what with, and I'm talking with the emails, with the prices and all this stuff, that that actually wasn't what was selling, right? Like that's when it occurred to me that it wasn't the fact that I was emailing, that I was const- I was sending out unsolicited quotes and offers and things like this. That wasn't it, right? It wasn't the fact that like he got various quotes and he picked the best one. That wasn't it. It was just the fact that we were friends. I was his first call. Right. And that uh, really changed it all. So it changed. And again, this wasn't like an overnight. I had the dawning realization. And then I started thinking about how am I contacting other customers? How am I trying to sell other customers? Am I doing it the old way, the way that frankly wasn't effective and totally uh, uh, put me at the mercy of the market? And it occurred to me if I had relationships like this, like the one that I had worked to protect and to develop with other customers, I'd be their first call too. And those kind of details, the, the, the constantly being in front, constantly sharing a price that these things would kind of go by the wayside. And so it was only then that I got out of this 
mentality that I had to sell with a price. Like I had to, you know, if somebody else was a buck, I had to be 99 cents to, to get the business. And that's when I realized that it's actually the relationship that matters. It's the fact that, and when I say the relationship, I want to be clear. I'm not talking about a good business relationship. I'm talking about a personal relationship because the fact of the matter is when you're in a, when you're in a crashed market, like I was dealing with at the time, it's not possible to be price competitive with people that are liquidating inventory. They're just trying to dump it on the market. Like these people were selling 20, 30, 40% below their cost to get rid of inventory. That's, I was competing against those people as well as other manufacturers, right? You can't compete on price and hope for a sale that way. But if you have a relationship, if you become the, the buyer's trusted friend, well, that's, that's a totally, that's a totally different proposition at this point. So I'm going long. I'm going to try to, to like wrap this up. It changed my approach to selling totally. And so I started reading, I started researching and trying to figure out how do people, you know, contact clients? How do people work with existing clients to improve relationships and to improve value along the basis of a relationship? And I found that when I switched my paradigm, it wasn't overnight. Like I didn't just magically know how to do that. It took a lot of work, a lot of reading, a lot of experimentation. But I found when I did that, I had reliable customers, right? Like I wasn't worried that somebody else was going to swoop in with a better price and steal my client. That became a thing that, that was no longer at the front of my mind. I didn't have to worry about it. And I was able to make more money as a result. And here's, here's the real thing, like the real benefit. Like I wasn't even going for this at the time. But the other thing that I got from that was I really enjoyed selling in a way that previously I did not. So um, selling is hard. We all know this, right? It's, it's not easy. And sometimes uh, a hard job can be, can be difficult. And, you know, even as salesmen, like sometimes we're, we're cheerleaders, right? And we're our own cheerleaders, you know, we're rah, rah, rah. We're gonna, we're gonna make our number. We're gonna crush our number. And we, we kind of give ourselves these, these kind of pep talks, but we're, we're really just trying to push ourselves through Friday, right? Or push ourselves through the end of the month or push ourselves through the end of the quarter so we can get to Friday afternoon and we can take a sigh of relief and we can go do what we want with our weekend before we have to get back to work. And I'm not even talking about that. What I meant is I genuinely started loving selling, right? I didn't, I wasn't annoyed if I got an email on a Saturday or a phone call on a Sunday because I really enjoyed it again. In fact, it, I enjoyed it in a way that I really never had before because I was no longer just working with clients who I was trying to get money from. I was working with people who I had sincere and genuine relationships with, and it was a pleasure to talk to them. It, it, it was never a pain. It was never just about business anymore. So uh, that's it. That's the story of, of kind of how I changed my, my whole approach to selling and my whole mentality to, uh, to dealing with clients. If you liked this story, then uh, you know, I want to invite you to check out my blog. It's at AaronNeely.com, and I also have a book there that I'm coming out with soon, and I tell a little bit about the book. So thanks so much, and I wish you all the best success selling. Thank you.